0: better than this guys being dudes here on the draft dudes podcast presented by locked on it's joe marino kyle krabs and chris schubert from the draft network and we are your host here on this friday episode of the show if pre-show drama was bad yesterday it has escalated today welcome kyle
1: yeah so we had this the whole standoff me and chris and you laid it out for the public So I decided to fly out to Arizona and give him a piece of my mind in person. So I'm sitting about 20 feet away from Chris right now. And if you tuned in to Thursday night's live stream, you'll see this firsthand. We are 20 feet away from each other recording on separate devices. And I just kind of told him he's got to cool it off and and stop making me look bad for the listeners. Uh, Your
2: rebuttal, Chris? Well, um, there's a pool nearby, so Kyle might get thrown into the pool by the time this is all said and done. So we'll, we'll see how this plays out. But yes, he is 20 feet from me. I can confirm this. And uh, the, the showdown, uh, the showdown will happen at some point.
0: Kyle, a chiseled athlete, you're tossing him in a pool. You think that's going to happen? You seen this guy's legs?
2: Yeah, saw so him trying to chance. run routes yesterday. I, I got him.
0: I'm not trying to run routes. you are trying to get the man into a pool against his will. You're you're a, a undersized slot corner man. Braxton Berrios type, you know?
1: Yeah, that's, a, that's the perfect comp. <laughs> Lord. So anyway, okay. so anyway, so anyway, so anyway. Uh, so,
0: Russ Wilson. Some things are happening.
1: <laughs> quarterback
0: saddle Seahawks. <laughs> I saw it phrased on Twitter this way, and it was interesting to me. He said, somebody said, oh, so I want to stay married to you but I would leave you for these four other people. Kind of weird, right? Like, I think we're sort of feeling this out right now and saying, I don't think they're going to trade Russell Wilson. But here we are. There's reportedly a list of four teams he's willing to play for,
1: and we got to talk about it. So, Joe, I flew out to Arizona yesterday, on Thursday, and I get on the plane and, like, the athletic piece first drops, right? And it, it kind of breaks down what happened in season with Russ and his input to fix the offense and how it got poo-pooed and dismissed and how he stormed out of the meeting and blah, 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 blah. Well, the Wi-Fi on the plane was, like, 50 hours for the flight, so I didn't buy it. So when I land, when I turn my phone back on, it is like this massive wave of Russell Wilson hype and speculation and commentary, and the teams that he would have on his no trade clause that he waived the no trade clause for. And it, this all happened very rapidly yesterday. And this is not the first time that there's been a little bit of a tiff between Russ and Seattle. Uh, but I think the more interesting piece of this was some of the other commentary for that article. Never mind. Russ saying, "Here's the four teams that I would play for. Even though I still want to play for you, it was Russ and his opinion of himself versus what he actually was down the stretch, and people, you know, providing pushback and and holding him accountable for. You want to be Patrick Mahomes. You want to run a Patrick Mahomes offense. You got to start playing like a Patrick Mahomes, and and uh, he didn't do that down the stretch, and." This to me, just as much as anything, feels like both sides of the fence trying to uh, control the narrative a little bit between a potential breakup. We don't know if it's going to get there or not.
0: Adam Schefter said Russell Wilson has not demanded a trade, but his agent, Mark Rogers, told ESPN that he wants to play in Seattle. But if a trade were considered, the only teams he would go to are the Cowboys, Saints, Raiders, and Bears. That's weird, Kyle. So why?
1: That's weird. <laughs> so why do we well, think those are the four teams?
0: Well, you, I'd have... Okay, this is me reading between the lines. I'm sure that his fi- family dynamics play into this. right? He's got a high-profile wife, and I'm sure she has her own interests that he needs to be mindful of. So we're talking Vegas, New Orleans, Chicago, and Dallas. Pretty pretty major markets, right? Mm-hmm. There's also a path to playing, right. right? Like you could see some type of DAC trade scenario here. You could see the Raiders, you know, sending back Derek Carr. The Bears are in like, hey, we got to go to the playoffs or everything's screwed. Like what a dream scenario to get Russ Wilson and the Saints, I'm sure that he would love to play for Sean Payton.
1: Now, if you look at the four teams, Chicago is the one I think that's most likely to happen, correct? Because we know uh, Chicago's desperate. They need a quarterback. Chicago's not going to be in the running for Deshaun Watson because Deshaun Watson has a no-trade clause of his own, and Chicago – uh did not make the list. So Chicago, you want to boom, you want to add some superior quarterback to your roster. Here's your chance. The question is how desperate are you? And can you make it, can you make Seattle listen to you in that hypothetical?
0: I think Chicago is the team that should do it out of all of these, right? I mean, you want to talk about immediately becoming a, a threat, right? Like a legit team. I know they were in the playoffs and stuff, but like, a team that is destined to go on a deep postseason run, like add Russ Wilson to this mix. To me, the team that I would predictively say is most likely to pull the trigger on this deal is Dallas. Because I think they can leverage a tag and trade scenario with Dak Prescott because Seattle's in win now mode too, right? They're not like, they're a team that just traded their next two first round picks for Jamal Adams. You know, they're a team that's, competing for a division, going into the playoffs every year, they're not just going to – like Chicago can't give them a quarterback that matters. It's a great you point. You can kind of even this out with Dak in some way. And, and you could even say that Dak, as the younger player, you, you, I think you kind of solve two issues here with that weird contract situation. You send Russ to Dallas – Dak goes to Seattle, and I guess see what happens.
1: So let me ask you this: Dallas calls up Seattle. Hey, we hear you're having some troubles with your quarterbacks. Samsy's great minds apparently think alike. Uh, we got Dak franchise tag guaranteed money is going to be X amount uh, that you would have to roll into a long term contract. Can be signing bonus. It can you know you come to a long term extension. You could structure it however you want. What else needs to tr- take, pl- change hands in a trade of Russell Wilson and Dak Prescott hypothetically? And this is all hypotheticals right now, but as we're digesting the information that we have, we kind of start looking forward and start asking some of these questions. What else needs to be a part of this deal? Like who needs to upsell from their quarterback to make it happen? Let's
0: get galaxy brain here, Kyle. I'm ready. Let's talk about Zeke Elliott. All right. Zeke Elliott screams player that Seattle would love, right? Yes. I think that's a chip. What does Seattle have defensively that they'd be willing to send to Dallas? Maybe Shaquille Griffin in in some type of a tag and trade situation as well.
1: Oh, man. So we're getting multiple tag and
0: trades in? I don't know. I'm just saying that there's pieces here that I can fit together somehow to make this interesting for both sides if they both come to the conclusion that they need to switch quarterbacks. But to me, with Dak being the younger player, that might be the more appealing guy. Like, Seattle might have to give up more.
1: I could tell you the neighbor dog loves this scenario.
0: Listen, this is a dog-friendly podcast. It's true. It is a
1: dog-friendly show. Always has been. Chris is losing his mind over here. He's super distracting in the background because he's giggling like a school kid that this dog's barking in the background, trying not to make noise. Um, It's tough. You would think like KJ writes an expiring contract, right? My question, my question from Seattle's perspective is do you have the cap room to take whatever dead money you will occur incur from trading Russ accommodate Dak, and also take on Zeke Elliott's base salary. Cause that's a lot of money changing hands now.
0: Correct. I think it's somewhat the, the complication eases up a little bit when you consider that Dallas is going to have to deal with some dead cap from Zeke. Seattle is going to have to deal with some dead cap from Russ and, um, if teams want to make things happen they do i'm not saying it's easy i'm talking big brain galaxy weird ideas because we're even the fact that we're even talking about this is weird
1: correct but this is the this is the fun part of the offseason because all trades start as an idea Right, and that they get fleshed out to certain degrees, but you have to have that conversation to feel out how realistic it is. And we could get to the end of the road, and we say, "Yeah, you know what? This is impossible. This isn't realistic. This isn't going to happen." And, and maybe that's where we reach with the Russell Wilson, Dak Prescott, Dallas Cowboys. But I think you bring up a great point. In the four teams that were mentioned, Dallas has the most to offer to actually make this happen. Chicago's the most desperate team. I'm sure Gruden would love to get his hands on Russell Wilson. And I'm sure Russell Wilson would love to go to the AFC West and play against Justin Herbert and play against Patrick Mahomes twice a year apiece. I'm sure he would love that. You're in Vegas. Uh, Sierra's big in the music industry, so I know there's a market out there. uh, Maybe not now. With with the pandemic taking place, but generally speaking, there's an upside to that market for her livelihood as well. Does Derek Carr move the needle at all?
0: So now you're in a situation where you're getting more back. If you're sending if if the two pieces are, are Wilson and Carr, you're sending Wilson for Carr, and you're getting you're getting stuff. You know,
1: <laughs> right? You're you're getting, getting you're getting stuff back. significant. Whereas Dak where Dak may be, as you said, the, the forecast of him might be the, the higher prized asset because he's a more long-term play, even though he's not as, his accolades are not equal to those of Russell Wilson. I think we can say that and all agree on that. That shouldn't be a hot take, but age right. matters, and Dak is significantly younger than Russ.
0: Again, Chicago's the team that I think that there's the clearest path to do it because they need to. But Seattle's not just going to come out of this thing empty-handed at quarterback,
1: right? It would have <laughs> to make sense for it would have to be a slam dunk for them to do,
0: or they'd have to they'd have to get real crazy and think that they can get enough in return, and couple that with huh, Jameis Winston or Andy Dalton or you know whatever free agent quarterback Cam Fitz, Newton Fitz. Fitz Right, they would have to buy into that. They'd have to say, yeah, we we don't want to have one of the best 10 quarterbacks in the NFL anymore. We want to have a lesser quarterback, but all kinds of stuff to improve the team around. her." And then you have to ask yourself, do you trust Seattle to do that? Now, they probably do.
1: They <laughs> do. I don't know yep. if I do.
0: <laughs> yep. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Yeah, the football season might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and NHL seasons are in full swing, and BetOnline.ag even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. They have real-time, updated odds and props on almost anything that you can imagine. BetOnline also has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds, and it's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head on over to the website BetOnline.ag and use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Again, betonline.ag for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with our promo code Locked On. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts.
1: So, this wasn't the only player trade news that came through on Thursday. Uh, the market for the other player rumored to be on the block is going to be significantly lighter. Joe Isaiah Wilson, first round pick from the Tennessee Titans in 2020, he uh, is reportedly on the block. Of Tennessee shopping him. Uh, he had about as disastrous of a season as you could dream of for a rookie offensive tackle, for a rookie at any position. Yeah, a rookie in any league. It was a disaster for Isaiah Wilson last year. So, Joe, can they realistically expect, is my question, to get anything for Isaiah Wilson in trade?
0: No, because the problem is then you you absorb that contract. And there is nothing that you can point to right now that should give you any confidence in believing that taking on that contract is a good idea maybe if you're jacksonville and you just have cap space to play with and you think there's something there but i don't know that there's any team that's going to give up anything meaningful to get that contract now look and jacksonville are i don't know when the waiver wire resets in terms of order because if i'm jacksonville and i'm number 1 in that list there's not a chance i'm trading a damn thing for him cuz i'm going to claim him off waivers
1: uh it it
0: is reset now So, yeah, you at least don't have to give anything. But if you claim them off of waivers, don't you absorb the contract still? They have to clear waivers, and then they have to become a free agent. Correct. So, like, at what point are you going to be comfortable taking on that contract? I know it's not astronomical, but it's, it's something for a guy that has real serious red flags around him.
1: Yeah, there's some whether it's maturity or mental health or whatever it is, there is a, um, a significant issue with the Titans getting Wilson on the same page to kind of buy into being a professional and, you know, adhering to even as simple as adhering to COVID policies, right. In in which, um, he was out at parties. Uh, he was out in public, not masked up during the season and, That is not, in my mind, something that you bring in on a multi-million dollar contract. So, you know, Tennessee can shop him all they want. If I am a team that has any interest in Isaiah Wilson, I'm playing the waiting game. And I'm going to make him cut him. Because I I don't see how Tennessee brings him back with how bad it was this year. He went out earlier this week and tweeted he's done playing football for Tennessee. No No further questions.
0: John Robinson's done a good job as the general manager of the Tennessee Titans, but man, he had some whiffs this off season. whether it's Isaiah Wilson, Jadavion Clowney, Vic Beasley, you know, not forcing the issue to hire a defensive coordinator. The pass rush was abysmal. Just, you know, I just, they let Conklin go, like just walk.
1: Well, they, they, they traded for Desmond King, too, and, and didn't really do a good job of maximizing his skill set either. Now, they didn't trade a lot to get him, but still worth noting. So I guess that's the difference. That kind of offseason is what the divide is between the Jason Lights of the world and the John Robinsons of the world, right? Where Jason Light, you could say a lot of the same things, yeah. but he hit a home run of an offseason and they're Super Bowl champions. And Tennessee, you know, they came into last offseason and you had a ton of optimism and, okay, you know, we're really going to build on this. And lo and behold, it, it seemed like almost anything that they did made a hard left turn and did not go the way that they wanted to, where if those things would have clicked, it could have pushed Tennessee over the top.
0: Yeah, I think that's a good way to put it because Jason Light's had those off seasons too. But you, yep. you, you put it all together at the right time, you win a Super Bowl, and I think Tennessee has that ability. They just, you know, they got to find a pass rush. They got to figure out right tackle. Got to figure out the secondary. Got to figure out defensive coordinator. And they'll be right. I mean, they're they still had a good year. You know what I mean? It's not like the Tennessee yeah. Titans are a bad football team. They were a good football team, but. I think they didn't reach their ceiling because of those whiffs. RockAuto.com is a family business that's been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They've got everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specifications, and prices that you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why would you spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Make sure you write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you. They have amazing selection Reliably low prices and all the parts your car will ever need over at RockAuto.com.
1: Are they the team that's offering JJ Watt fifteen to sixteen million dollars?
0: Well, maybe the 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 I guess the three reported finalists are Tennessee, Buffalo, and Cleveland, Green Bay, Green Bay. It's Green Bay.
1: Oh, really? I thought yeah. Cleveland was in this mix.
0: They're in. I think from John Clayton, I think he's got it down to those three teams. I think when you think about Mike Vrabel being in Tennessee, it's Nashville. I think those are two really strong
1: ties for J.J. Yeah, yeah,
0: you know what I mean? So he would really fill a need for them that they kind of need, right? They need pass rush, and J.J. Watt's still a great pass rusher. I, I think, to me, they're the favorite. Green Bay is interesting because I think it's another player. They need a player like that. You know, Obviously, Wisconsin certainly is in it. I mean, all three teams are perceived contenders. Buffalo certainly needs a J.J. Watt-type player after the investments they made on the defensive line last offseason, which really didn't materialize the way that I think they hoped they did. So, you know, like, I, I see a course forward for all three. To me, I I, I don't know, Tennessee seems to be like, the most obvious to me that could get that done. now, I mean, JJ. Watt's going to have to ask himself, is he willing to play in a uniform that has swords on the shoulder? And if he can if he can get over that, then, you know, look, he can really help that football team.
1: well, and I think you make some great points as far as locale and fit for Watt and being in Houston for a decade, and the chance to get to play the Texans twice a year, uh, yeah. I think is something yeah. that you know they they had an amicable split. Uh, but there is a team out there, according to Diana Rossini on Thursday morning, that is offering J.J. somewhere between 15 and sixteen million million. I don't care how amicable it is. I don't care how desperate you are for good PR. Somebody was willing to pay you $15 to $60 million, and you let that player go away for nothing. That's wild Yeah, to
0: me. Yeah, so do you feel better if they get the
1: five back for him, right? Because to me, it's it's a copy-paste of the Calais-Campbell deal. Correct, and that that's exactly what it should have been. And it's like, J.J., Pick a couple of teams that you're interested in. We'll gauge their interest. We'll work with you to find a trade. But to just cut ties and be like, "Uh, we'd rather have the good PR amid the Deshaun disaster than actually have a fifth round pick. That's dumb. That's dumb business. Because if you want a good PR, you should have kept your all-world PR person on staff.
0: Well, and I would say that, to me, it further complicates the PR. Because, yeah, while that might look good, They're still holding, you know, seemingly holding Deshaun Watson hostage. So, like, I don't know. It overshadows it. I don't care. I don't care that you did that and did J.J. a solid.
1: Right. So, the Watt market will be interesting. I think the Isaiah Wilson market will be bone dry. And... (laughs) And the Russell Wilson market will be as hot as Russ allows it to get, uh, presuming Seattle is willing to listen to offers.
0: Let's have some fun here. We have three players we talked about today. J.J. Watt, Russell Wilson, Isaiah Wilson. Call your shot. Which, What team does each one of those three players play for in 2021? Oh,
1: okay, so Russ plays for Seattle.
0: I think Russ plays for Seattle.
1: Let's do J.J. next, because I think that's the next easiest one. Tennessee. Tennessee, I agree.
0: And Isaiah Wilson, you ready for my pick?
1: Saskatchewan Rough Riders. (laughs) No,
0: Seattle. I think he goes to Seattle. Oh, it's a good fit. Yeah, they always take players like this, right? Plus, he's a ginormous offensive lineman. You know, they're probably – they should – I mean, this is a team without a first-round pick for the next two years. We really haven't had a first-round pick very often. Might as well, like – Kick tires on him, right? Like, just see if you can find, like, that caliber of talent at least and take a shot. Like, who cares if, if he sucks or, like, doesn't put it all together? At least you gave yourself a chance.
1: I think I have a team, but I want to make sure I get the dollars right for what I'm about to say. So Joe, for Isaiah this, Wilson? Uh, for the team that he could go to. So, Joe, okay. I need I need you – to distract the listeners for approximately 30 seconds
0: well i think this is a good opportunity for chris schubert to say something
2: hello gentlemen how are we doing uh i hello, think we've chris. i think the dog behind kyle has spoken so much in this podcast i'm actually gonna have to go and get permission from the the people who own the dog for the dog to be in the podcast today he's gonna get royalties from the he podcast? might he might have to he's been Jeez. in the
1: show so much that he might have to get royalties i got it okay are you ready for isaiah wilson's destination in 2021
0: Wow, this is this isn't uh I guess this is like you're preaching a sermon now.
1: To quote the water boy, that ain't no guess. That's what it's going to be. The Las Vegas Raiders. Because the Raiders, Trent Brown, yeah. They can save 14 million dollars against the cap by cutting him. There's no dead cap. Brown has not lived up to the the Size of the contract in which he's received. Wilson can be another reclamation project. Now, granted, Las Vegas for Isaiah Wilson is going to be a disaster. That's what I was but, thinking the whole
0: time you were saying but,
1: this. But <laughs> the Raiders don't care. It's going to be a low risk, low risk roll of the dice. Scheme wise, it makes fit or it makes sense. I'll say Las Vegas
0: be let's let's hear your picks on these three guys. I don't even know if you're prepared or not, but
2: I think Russ stays in Seattle. I think that's that's pretty obvious. I think J.J. Watt will go to uh, the Buffalo Bills, and praise, I praise will God. say from your lips to God's ears, I will say I, Isaiah Wilson stays in Tennessee. Stays no way! Tennessee. No
1: that's way, the craziest yeah. thing that's been yeah. said on this podcast. No, no, he'll he'll stay in Tennessee and just not be on the Titans roster. Then he'll just live in a house in Tennessee. Woo. Hope you guys enjoyed. This was fun. Little galaxy brain to end the week. Uh, draft dudes, we have two live streams Mondays and Thursdays, seven thirty p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I have to clarify because I'm currently out on the West Coast and <laughs> Mountain Mountain Time. Right, Chris, it's Mountain Time out here. Sometimes. It's been a struggle. For,
2: it's been a struggle for Kyle to understand the time out here.
1: Yeah, because Arizona doesn't observe Daylight Savings Time, so yeah, it's like. It's- Half the time, you're three hours behind. The other times, you're two hours behind. Rob came in from Las Vegas, and he's three hours behind, and he drove like four hours, and now he's changed the time zone. It's a disaster. Just either observe daylight savings time or let's flush daylight savings time down the toilet, which is another worthwhile conversation for another day. But Draft Dudes live streams Mondays and Thursdays, 7 p.m., 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then you've got a podcast in your feed five days a week. So hit subscribe on the podcast. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. Kyle Krabs, Joe or Chris Schubert. Enjoy your weekend. We'll talk with you guys on Monday.